<laughs> okay. So you really want to know, huh? Fine. I'm going to start by telling you this. And this is important, so listen up. Your entire life, this one and many others, you've been a god who uses its absolute power to make yourself powerless. Entire cultures, especially this one, have all been afraid of their weaknesses, supposedly. When in reality, they've all been afraid of their power. This goes beyond the matrix of reality. This is something much deeper than that. This is eternal. This is fully realizing your consciousness. This is infinite. This is evolution. This is our divine right. All right, everybody, I guess we could just stop there and just let uh, Oscar's tune do it, you know, because it really does contain a lot of amazing wisdom. But I'm really excited to talk to my friend Sid about numerology and explore a cool new, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Technique, practice? I'm not really even sure. How would you, what would you say numerology even is? I would say numerology is another form of divination. Okay, cool. Just like astrology okay. or tarot or gene keys, human design. I think it's just another roadmap to read the energy of yourself or something bigger than you. Cool. Yeah, I love that. That's an awesome take. And uh you know, for a little bit of backstory, uh, just for folks out there who are listening, Sid did a reading for me and I was incredibly impressed. It was so thorough. Uh, and all I gave you was my birthday. That was it. It wasn't a birth time. I didn't need to like dig up my birth certificate and make sure that I had the right or any of that. It was just those numbers and uh, a lot of synchronicities, a lot of uh, funny coincidences, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, and just a lot of uh, really uh, in-depth information. I was, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. Uh, but I was really, I was really impressed with the, with the results and, and what I thought to be a lot of accurate predictions for what is now the future. And I'm kind of stepping into what some of this is, uh, is talking about from what was that? Maybe I would say four months ago, something like that. Yeah. It was June. I think when okay. I sent that over to you. Yeah. That sounds exactly right. Cause I was in South Dakota. I remember I was in South Dakota when that came through and it's just, it's kind of cool to have done things this way. Cause I was like, Oh, let me get you on a podcast. But like now it's kind of cool because there's like some aftermath, you know, it's like, there's a whole progression. There's like a whole sort of story and some confirmations and stuff in what you sent me. So I thought that was really cool. And maybe we'll get into that a little bit later on, but I wanted to just kind of start and talk to you about, you know, numerology, the simulation that we're in, how math works and how you started to notice this and get involved in it. What sparked your curiosity specifically about numerology? Um, well, let me start by saying that I was into spiritual minded stuff um, from a really young age. And, you know, of course I'd always been into Zodiacs and astrology and the planets and as I got older 
I found tarot cards. I actually didn't start with tarot cards until like 2017 and got really into those, you know, those, every card has a number. And so I really started as I dug into what the cards meant, you know, each number has its own meaning as well. So that was a point of interest there. But then it wasn't until I uh, listened to Karen Rontowski's podcast. Um, shout out to her. She yeah. had a numerology episode. And it was from that episode that I just was hooked. And I really, really dug into what each number means and um, the flow from the flow from one to nine. And I work with two master numbers, 11 and 22. So what those mean. And that's how I found numbers is it would just kind of, it, it, it just kind of happened, you know, it's not really like a, I went searching for it. They came to me. Um, and what I also mean by they came to me is a big part of me, quote unquote, waking up and realizing that, oh, I have a projector coming out of my third eye and I'm literally, this is me. A big part of me realizing that was the synchronicities with the sequence of numbers. Like I would drive around and see, I drove around for my job and I would drive around and I'd be behind a license plate, 777. And I would look at a billboard, <laughs> you know, 888. I would get to, uh, I apartment hopped for my job and I would get to an apartment and the address would be 222. And it was just like a moment of kind of feeling like I was going insane mm -hmm. because it was so much, so fast. And that also, I, I was already into tarot cards and I had already known about numerology, but I didn't really dig in yet. So it was really those synchronicities of like kind of slapping me across the face that really uh, pushed me to really dig in and start researching. And then, yeah, once I did, um, here we are. <laughs> That's so cool. No, I, I, yeah. I mean, the synchronicities at this point are kind of off the charts. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's been a little bit ridiculous from my angle, um, especially probably, I would say probably the past few weeks, you know, especially, and I don't know, that might've had something to do with, you know, people that I've been around or what, I mean, what time it is, is definitely a part of it where there's so much changing and we were just kind of touching mm -hmm. on that a little bit before the interview. But, um, but I think that's really cool. It makes a lot of sense. It came to you, you were searching it it searches you too. It's like the roomy quote, you know, what you're looking for is also looking for you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. But it's just so curious to me how numbers can be like that and the odds, the statistics, right? Like people talk a lot about synchronistic numbers, like seeing, you know, five, five, five or two, two, two or four, four, four. <clears throat> but you know, and I, you know, the skeptic would roll their eyes and be like, yeah, whatever. You're just looking at the clock a lot. And while that might be uh, somewhat true, still the statistic probability of you going to like an apartment and it being two, two, two after, you know, after, you know, like all these other number sinks, mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit too, um, I don't know. When it's literally back to back to back. To it's back. not, it's not, it's not random. It makes you stop. Mm -hmm. And, and 
you know, and if you have the capacity to think deeper, you know, it makes you be like, okay, wait, what is going on? Right. Well, I love that. Let's follow that. You know, if we're walking through this matrix or, you know, simulation or whatever, and we start to see things like that, that are peculiar and maybe provoke our attention to ask further questions. Um, do you think, do you, what do you think uh, might be some possible reasons for that? Well, the first thing that pops into my mind is um, symmetry. I have always been, there's something about me that even though I'm into spirituality and flow, I thrive in an organized kind of 3D logic, uh, more masculine mental space. Um, you know, I do, I do think that, you know, we are in these physical bodies. We're here for a reason, you know. So I think there is um, structure that is good. And, it, you know, stability is good. Anyway, I've always been into that kind of stuff. And a big part of me getting into numbers was like, well, look at the human body. We're symmetrical. Look at the veins of a river versus the veins of or like the, uh, the veins of an actual, or no, sorry, I said that backwards. I meant to say the river first and then your veins. Look at the symmetry of that. Look at the leaf. Look at your nerves. Like they're all similar. It's all the same. Cool. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like if the, if the insides of me look like a tree, if this is a matrix and a simulation, then what about math? And like, where does that symmetry come into play? And how can math inform spirituality? And, you know, they talk about music as being math and the notes, and, but music is sound and vibration. Mm -hmm. So, and if we think about Hertz and like when you play a tone at a certain frequency it's five whatever hertz whatever and right. it makes it makes that sound all of this shit is tied together so sound your veins in the body looking at a river numbers the symmetry of the human an anatomy mm -hmm. um i think is a big part of what got me into uh the numbers that's cool yeah i think that yeah i think there you know, like you're saying, like everything is kind of dual in that. And we can even see it without seeing the opposite. Like you're saying, like your nervous system, you, you, two nostrils, two ears, two hands, two feet, you know, it's crazy um, to see how things are being reflected even within their own structure. It's not even the reflection of that thing. Um, and for whatever reason, it kind of made me think of the Fibonacci sequence as well. Um, which might be some sort of a code, I guess, running through this. I like to think of, um, I like to think of us moving sort of out in a spiral, uh, evolving. I feel like I like DNA. Yeah. Okay. Well, sh there's another, you know, exactly <laughs> example. <laughs> because I know in my own life, I've gone what I feel to be full circle. You know, it's like, oh, I'm back here, but not back here, back here. Like, I'm back here, but. I feel like I'm in a different place. Um, maybe mm -hmm. I've, maybe I've learned a lesson and I've grown a little bit, but then there's a similar um, situation that I can kind of take from as I kind of expand that. Way. Yeah. 
And what you're kind of speaking of, you know, is similar to the one through nine. And then the nine, you go back to the one. Okay. But when you go back to that one, that nine right before it, you're supposed to release the things that, you know, don't serve you or holding you back. So when you go back to that one, you're fresh, you're new, and you don't bring things from the past with you on that new chapter. And if you do, that's okay. We're all human. You know, we all experience that. But it's exactly what you're saying. You come full circle. And that's what the one through nine does. That makes a lot of sense. So we can look at one through nine as a progression. And then the next sort of level, one through nine, the next progression. Um, yeah. Just moving on to that new, newer version, maybe. Um, and leaving the old thing behind as much as possible. Um, as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's And we haven't really like talked about the math of numerology and like what all the numbers mean yet. But speaking of this moment of, you know, coming full circle and starting fresh at the one, when you calculate your personal year number, I do birthday to birthday for everyone that's listening. When you calculate that, like if you're in a five year, you're like, oh, wow, I was going through some major changes that year. And when you're in a one year, you know, it lines up with, it's crazy how much it lines up what's happening in your life lines up with your personal year number. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I was looking through this too, the birth year influence part uh, and going on to like the second year. Um, I'm interested to talk. I'm a two as well. I just wanted to let you know that I have an influence of a two. I'm a seven, two, you're an eight, two. (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, seven is definitely, it was always one of my numbers, but 17 too, which one and seven is eight, you know? Mm -hmm. So like eight always, um, for whatever reason, eight circuit model of consciousness, I could go on and on and on. Eight is such a amazing number. It's infinity standing Mm -hmm. up straight, you know? And so for me, I've always had an affinity for that particular number. Mm. I'm, I'm a two on the Enneagram. So it's very much, um, you know, it's a very common theme as well as just duality in general, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I would love to learn a little bit about the year that we're in and, and, and all that. That sounds really cool. Understanding uh, the type of year. And, and also, Mike, I have a question about a master number. What exactly is a master number and how, how do you find out more about that? Okay. Where do you want to start? <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm the, I'm the world's worst at asking 14 questions at the same time. I'm like, so I want to know this and this and this and this, maybe just like, what is a master number? <clears throat> okay. A master number, in my opinion, is a number that's just a little, uh, a level up. So 11, you know, is a master two, a 22 is a master four. Okay. And so when we talk about what all the numbers mean, if you can imagine that theme and that topic just evolved one more step up as like a higher consciousness type, um, type vibe. Okay. And, um, for the two that I work with 11 means, you know, it, it represents the things that you do to yourself. Okay. How you help yourself, how you hinder yourself. 22 is uh, how the world does that to you. So it's both. So 11 is about the internal and 22 is about the external. Okay. Um, And that's how I would define a master number. 
Cool. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. All right. What was so- your next question? <laughs> <laughs> Singular question. Next question. I'll try, I try to do, I'll try to do better. Um, I can't help it. I, I can't help but to get a little bit excited. Uh, well, just understanding um, I love it. <laughs> the, the year that we're in and the significance of that. Let's talk about maybe that a little bit, if that's cool. Oh, yeah. So um, there's a lot to talk about here. We are in a five year. Um, and just, you know, just so everybody knows, it's two plus two plus one, 2021. So it's a five. Huh. Um, and uh, last year was a four. Some people could argue that it was a 22. I actually, I'm like, it was both to me. It was both. Um, but all of the changes that we wanted to make in 2020 or that became very apparent that we needed to make in 2020, it wasn't the time. It was the time to become aware of them, but the energy just wasn't quite right for all those changes to really take root. This year is the year that we're going to really see those changes start to take root, I believe. Um, And when you look at when you look at a five, it has a right angle and then it has another right angle, and then all of a sudden it just curves. Uh-huh. So it totally changes its energy right in the middle of it, and it's an internal number. One through six are internal numbers, and so it's still an internal number. So that five needs no like thumbs up that it's okay to change. It needs no exterior validation. It's just going to happen. And the individual or the people around that individual or the people involved with like a search, like circumstance that is placing quick, fast change upon them, it can feel a little chaotic. So fives, um, you know, it can be associated with a little bit of chaos. There's a lot of moving pieces around you and you have to really become grounded in yourself while all that's happening around you. And that can be a challenging moment for a five year, a five personal year. You know, if you are an individual, that's a five, it's a little bit different. The individual fives are just like agents of change. They kind of thrive in chaos. They love it. Hmm. Whereas a four would lose its damn mind as you saw everybody lose their mind last year. Right. Right. So that's what's going on this year with the collective numerology um owen and i are recording this in september Mm -hmm. and so september is the first five months out of this five year so with that double five september might bring about a lot of things happening a lot of uproar and as i think we've all seen with certain things being done (laughs) you know that's kind of already happening um but it's it is the year of the five it's the time to do it so there is no reason to panic or you know think that the world's falling apart it's just shifting it's just shifting and we're moving forward i don't uh so if this year's a five what was the one or if this month's the five, so. No, I'm talking about the year, like oh. 2021, 2020, okay. 2019, 2018, 2017 was the one. Yeah, 2017 five was the one. Ago. Yep. And that's kind of funny because 
a lot of people I talk to that have, I don't like to use the word wake up because it puts a judgment on things, but, I, but, I, but in I terms of becoming aware of what's going on, mm. 2017 was kind of the year that that really kicked off. Mm. That's cool. And, For and everybody that, that I talked to. Yeah. And I think there's like a lot of, um, a lot of people I think that are taking note right now too. It's easy to, it's probably easier to notice when there's a ton of changes happening that something seems a little bit weird or different or strange or not what you thought it was. Um, so mm -hmm. I've, I've noticed a lot of people too, you know, this year, what year was, so 2012 would have been a one, two, or no, it wouldn't have. That no, would 2012 have was a five. 2012 was a five. Okay. So 20, 2010. No, that was, math is hard, you guys. <laughs> it's so easy. I think it would have been it's 2000. so easy, but my brain is like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. Cause I'm, well, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, trying to tell the alphabet backwards, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, no, the, but that makes sense. 2012 being a five year, that actually makes sense. That was the year I really started to question what, you know, what is going on and looking into a lot of different things. It was definitely a big change year for me. Um, and then, like you said, this year, uh, and one thing that I actually really think is intriguing and cool, because, you know, in my work, I work with people who want to change and sometimes it's really hard. But the fact that change is happening regardless, and there's basically nothing you can do about it, I find that to be um, kind of cool, actually, because I've had experiences like that in my life where it's like, I don't know why. I don't know what the catalyst was. I don't know what the decision that I made that changed the way that I, you know, took, made decisions, but it was it was, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the change. It's a poor win that never changes anyway, but, you know, for whatever reason in those times, it's, it's been for me, a, a, a definitely a process of, of growth and expansion. Mm -hmm. And so, it just, it kind of shines a light on, you know, I think we really are all connected. And so when there's massive change happening outside of you, you can feel it and it's going to kind of make you do the same. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, well, yeah, maybe we can talk about just sort of a basic, um, uh, overview of the meaning of numbers, which is not something that I think very many people think about or talk about. I remember the first time I ever, uh, saw that as a concept, um, it was in a book called the quadrivium. And it's talking about the different meanings of the numbers, you know, the ancient uh, Greeks would teach the trivium and then the quadrivium mm -hmm. and um, the, the quadrivium is like number in space, number in time, number in space and time. I forget the other one, but it's music, uh, astrology, which is space and time, or, or maybe music, mm -hmm. space and time. No, mm -hmm. music's in time, I think, rhythmic. Uh, but you know, uh, but all these different like components of number, and it starts off with a definition of the numbers, um, going from, from one to nine in that book. Yeah, it's classical. You know, um, I could run in there, but it would take me a while to find it. No, <laughs> it so feels, oh, it's okay. No, that just sounds like the idea of space, time, and then space and time. Like right. those two, those two entities together are their own separate thing. That's, that's cool. Yeah. It's like, it's, ge it's geometry. So sacred geometry, uh, yeah. is number in space. So it shows five is like a star, you know, uh, you know, duality, oh, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Um, 
uh, would be two would be, you know, the, the Dow was, I think the example that they use for two, um, you know, one that everything does resolve to one. Ultimately mm -hmm. it's that, it's that, um, and then, you know, three being the Trinity, the triune, we see that number a lot. Like there's the trivium, for instance, is grammar, logic, and rhetoric. And that's like a really valuable uh, skill set to have to interpret the world rationally. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, going on and on and on. But I'm sure there's more than, there's probably many definitions for the numbers, but that's the first time I've ever heard anybody attribute a meaning to a number and it not just represent the number itself. Yeah, it goes deeper. That's really cool. I'll have to check that out. And sacred geometry, you know, I talked about earlier, I'm really into symmetry and, you know, things that logically make sense. I was into math. So sacred geometry is something that I've been meaning to dig deeper into. Um, so I might actually ask you for the name of that book. once. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I'll send, I'll send, I'll send you a link to it. Cause it's a great coffee table book too. Mm -hmm. it's okay. got great photos and, uh, and, you know, uh, different make it's got, you know, the stars and it's really cool. Cause in, in Greece, when uh, a slave would become a free man, they would teach them the trivium first and then the quadrivium. And then they were free to study philosophy and science and all this kind of stuff. So back oh, in the awesome. classical liberal tradition, that's the beginning, the genesis of education. It's first finding logic by using the, the trivium method. So understanding what, you know, physically in reality, you know, makes sense. And then using that as a template, basically it's learning how to learn instead of you know, we kind of learn what to think. That's kind of what schooling is for most of us. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, here, here's your book. Now write your book report. Nope, you got that wrong. It actually means this, you know? And it's like, well, that, that's not a lot of freedom for me to interpret. Um, but, you know, in that model, it was really about what they would call a liberal education, meaning that you could follow your own course for education uh, by using these specific tools. And so, um, even just learning just the trivium was super helpful to me. And the quadrivium is kind of, it's kind of a lot, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. it's a really cool and interesting, um, you know, model, I guess. And yeah, it's a, like, it's a cool coffee table book too. Cause you can just flip through it and see, you know, all the shapes that represent the certain numbers or however, you know, it's divvied up, but, yeah. but yeah, I would love to talk about, um, you know, uh, the meaning of numbers, uh, cause I'm sure there's different, uh, angles and yeah. significances as far as it uh, relates to numerology. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll just start at one. Okay. Um, and I am, um, I, I won't take, I, I could talk for a very, very long time. So I'll just kind of briefly go through these about all of them, just kind okay. of like uh, words and stuff. Um, so one is the, it initiates, you know, it, it is in the beginning, it is the leader of the pack. Um, it's very independent. It's just very well aware of what it needs. And, you know, not in a negative connotation of like, you know, selfish. It's just, it's really aware of what, it needs to survive and you know what it needs to grow um so then you know that one can get a little lonely because it's figured it, it itself out right you know but then you know you have that you have that mirror put in front of it so that's that too so then you have this this thing that goes back and forth between these two things and they learned the push and the pull the give and the take the dynamic between 
you know, these two energies and how that works and choose um, like, like the individual two. Um, they're really good listeners. You know, they really care about the people in, in their lives and they can really sense when that scale of like a, a relationship, either friendship or romantic or family, like if the individual too can feel that something is off, they're going to really work to put that thing back into the in, in balance That's because so they can just like sense it immediately almost. Wow. You know? um, having an influence of a two myself and you as well. We, yeah. we, we are both uh, cancers. I don't know if you want people yes. to that, but now they know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that feeling that water vibe definitely goes with the number two. Um, so, you know, so that, that back and forth can get old, you know, we're just going back and forth. So you bring in the third and then the three is all about communication and creation. And that is really, it's a, it's more about how you communicate with yourself so that you can create what you want. So it's about these two individuals or your id and your, I don't remember what the other thing's called. Sure. The id and the ego or the id, the ego is the same thing. I don't, can't remember. The e Yeah. I, the ego is, it's not the same thing. The, the id is like that primal, you know, okay. part. And then the ego would be like the sort of bridge between reality and. Okay. Self. So we'll just kind of use those two. It's like, it's, you are having the conversation with yourself about that. Sure. So then those two things create something. So it's out of the two that the three is. I, love I think the brain is a good example too. It's like left brain, yeah. right brain. It's like, you got to have both to create. Yes. A and thing. they have to communicate. That's mm -hmm. why the word communicate and creation are both associated with the three. Um, and I think it's also like, you know, all of these divination shit, it's all tied together, right? Sure. The third, the third zodiac sign is Gemini and Gemini's are all about, they are the communicators of the sign. Okay. And why is because they have the two, the twins right. talking at all time. Uh, okay. That makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's a three. All right. That's a three. And then creation can kind of get oh, really big, right? And all over the place. So you got to bring in that structure of the four. I mean, if you flip the four upside down, it looks like a chair. So it's, okay. sta it's something stable. Okay. It's something secure. A, okay. found a foundation upon which that creation can really take root and form. It's also a square or a rectangle, which would be a foundation of a house or what have you. Yep. Pretty freaking cool. Okay. Bingo. Again, shapes, numbers, <laughs> they're all connected. All this shit's connected. No, it's, it's reminding me of a lot of Enneagram stuff too. Because as you're talking about mm. type two, like my friend Christine, we just had breakfast and talked about some stuff, you know, and we're both type twos. And one of the things about a type two is that it could um, really um, like pick up on you know, uh, intuitively what's going on with somebody. It is the, very like watery and, and very mm -hmm. like, in, just, just like, uh, a lot of intuition and stuff like, that. so like a lot of the things that you're talking about, you know, even the three, like the three, like on the Enneagram, the three is the person who's like the, um, the person who, you know, does exploits and is kind of a show off you know, and wants to be awards and, and those types of things and kind of attains for that. The four, 
the four is an, an, an interesting one on the Enneagram because that's the individualist archetype and oh. really kind of more uh, of a, would probably be the one on the wheel that says, you can't put me in a box. <laughs> oh, well, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I don't, I don't have an Enneagram number. They would be the person who would like, oh, if everyone's wearing jeans, I wear khakis or, or whatever that, yeah. you know, is. But, you know, these are, they're all archetypes, but, you know, like obviously, you know, um, moving toward, you know, more health. Um, but I do see similarities even in that, which is so fun. And it doesn't surprise me at all. It's no. just, it just, it, it, it's almost irritating <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I um, absolutely agree. And when I meet people that are uh, like, just don't believe in any of this stuff and have no interest in it, I hold space for that. I respect it. But in my mind, I'm like, all of this shit connects anyway. It's kind of like, how could you not believe it? But again, like I said, I hold space for it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I do too. And I actually like, in, like enjoy making fun of it, even though <laughs> it's true, you know? Because like, it seems like things are just so close to us that we can't grasp it sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, you know, and, and so like, I have to see the skeptical point of view. I used to live there myself, like all the time. Mm. I was very skeptical of all this. Mm. Uh, and if it hadn't been my background in the Christian church and the Pentecostal church and seeing like some pretty weird things happen, I might still be, you know, in that sort of objective, you know, like if it doesn't, you know, measure in reality, then it can't be real kind of, yeah, kind of thing. But, um, but yeah, so I didn't mean to take us off on too much of a side trail. No, it's okay. But, um, I mean, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, but it's a really, uh, really good conversation. So we are leaving off at the four, which, um, you know, you kind of had, had said is, is like the, 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 on top of the three is the four next and it's yep. foundational. Yeah, um, it, it, it creates a platform upon that, you know, upon your creation um can make sense you know what I mean like because you can throw paint on a canvas all day long but it's gonna be black and unless you just want to put a black painting on your a full black paint that's fine you can do whatever fuck you want to do but for point of the example you know you got to stop and be like okay what am I doing bring some logic into there bring some found bring some structure so that your point can get across because um, I am the queen of run on sentences and going on tangents. So thank God I, I love structure because I can uh, go a little bit too big on the three. And so I got to remember to bring it back down, make your point, you know, slow down. <laughs> I love it. Um, and yeah. speaking of like the cube, it made me think of a home and um, that's something to mention. One is the father in numbers or the masculine. Two is the mother, the feminine. Three is the child or the baby, the creation out of the mom and the dad, right? Mm -hmm. The four is the home in, okay. numer in numerology. And then uh, help re remind me about what the five and the six mean when we get there. Okay, cool. Um, so, that makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, like you could look at it biblically or any sort of esoteric and it makes sense from those numbers, right? Those symbols may change, but it's basically the same essence 
that's being communicated by the symbols for each one of those things, right? Like the father, son, Holy ghost, you know, kind of thing, right? Like mm, as far as yeah. like, that creation goes uh, and that third being that expression, um, you know, uh, the combination of the two and then that spirit mm-hmm. or, ether or, you know, however we want to symbolize that, but it just, man, yeah. it just makes so much sense to me to see, to see all the, um, correspondences, which I mean, it, yeah, if it wasn't true, it wouldn't be a law. <laughs> and we're only to number four. You right. Know what I mean, like there's so many more, to, like it's, it's crazy just how much it is. Yeah. Well, let's move on to five then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so I talked a little bit about it when we were talking about 2021 um, and what the fives mean, you know, so it, again, to reiterate change, a lot of shifts, pivots, um, a word associated with it, and that's why fives get shit on so much, mm. is chaos. Because they can be uncomfortable. Fives can be uncomfortable because it's coming out of that four. And fours, you know, when you do the same thing, the routine over and over, you know, you get in loops. So you, you got to change it up. You got to grow. You got to evolve. And that's why the five um, is the four but it has the curve underneath of it. It's not the straight line, you know? I love how, I love how you talk about like how it's even drawn and you can. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, uh, the anatomy of numbers, like what they look like and viewing them as, as if it was a symbol or a sigil is a big thing for me right now. Shit. And that makes so much sense. I would have never even thought about that, but yep. You, just like you're saying, it's like, it's, it's straight, it's straight, at least 90 degree curve. And then all of a sudden, woo, like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah that's and it, and it's, and it's so interesting, right? Because it takes that cube from the four and it brings it over. I mean, it, it turns it on its side. It's kind of like, it's, oh, I just, as I'm talking, I'm just picturing it kind of takes the cup of a four and then dumps it out. <laughs> i feel wow. like like a cool animation or something like uh of, of the numbers would be like i'm feeling some schoolhouse rocks vibes right now i can't help oh, it oh totally <laughs> no i can see it in my mind's eye dude yes and i can see all the numbers going from like molding into one and oh my god and now i have to make that fuck <laughs> now you now you gave me homework <laughs> oh no well it'll be really cool i can't wait to see it <laughs> You know, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the vibe of the five. Yeah. Which it's, it's, it's on the surface. Everything is put together and organized and then watch out, man. Like, look out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know, put, grab your popcorn or strap in your seatbelt, whatever term you want to use. Um, that's yeah, that's that looping of the five, which goes into the six, right? That goes all the way around and circles back into the six and goes up. And so in this five year, here we are a little over halfway through and we're seeing this kind of this bendy. Exactly. And so we are proceeding from this year into a six year. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and so does that hit in January as well? Does it follow the the calendar, like kind of the, the 12 months, each, each one in January. And then it's that next year. Yeah. Okay. When I calculate the collective numerology, gotcha. it's, it is the whatever date. Like, and, so today is a one. 
Okay. You know, we're in a month five, we're in a year five, but yeah, sorry to answer your question. Yes. It, no. it starts back over in January. That makes sense. And then when you do the individual, it's on, they start on the day they were born or how does that Some, work? Yeah, it is. It's birthday to birthday. Okay. Um, some numerologists do, uh, they do your personal year, uh, you know, they do your month and your date, but then they do it the calendar year whereas you know and and they call all of 2021 that your personal year in mm. comparison but i do it at the birth date okay um and i mean everyone's right you know all all things exist so i just because i do birthday to birthday i don't want to knock or make it seem like i'm knocking people that do it on january 1st no, we need to uh, we need to get beyond duality here because I'm learning a lot about astrology now, which is something I had no clue at all about. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that there are uses for all the different models. Like you, you might you know have a preference between one or the other, but that doesn't you know make it the only the only viable option. You know, like there are still reasons why and things we can learn from each model. Everything's a model mm-hmm. anyway. Like that's what I really just teach. Yeah. You, know, you can't know what reality is. We can have a model for it, but that's the best that we can do because the map is not the territory. And not all ones are the same. Not all sevens are the same. Like this divination stuff is just a roadmap for you to like be like, what's the energy? But it doesn't, it's not taking any of your free will away. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, we can go into free will, but I will we'll digress for that now. <laughs> Let's just say that the illusion of free will is, is worth preserving. Yes, yes. yes, yes. I'll just say that yeah, for now. That is, uh, that's another can of worms right there, man. Trust yeah. me, I could go down that rabbit hole too with you. I, feel, I would love, I would love to one day, but maybe yeah. not right now. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, cool. So, um, so yeah, so let's get back to six. Um, you know, that'll be our next year. Let's talk a little yeah. bit about the six and what its significance is. Yeah. So you've just done a bunch of changes, you know, you've just addressed things that need shifting or, you know, the five is out of its old mundane routines, but then that change you know, it has to, you know, why, like, why are you changing? Like, what's the point of your changing? I mean, are you just going to keep changing? Yes. I mean, we all do. We all, we all grow and we move through life and we change and we evolve, but the six is when you find that internal harmony and to go to talk about the anatomy, you know, it's, it's, it's that loop at the bottom. So it's that physical understanding of your body and you know, um, Jessa actually talks about how people, you know, could shove McDonald's, smoke cigarettes, drink booze. I'm speaking from my own life before sure. I like woke up. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, I was definitely speaking from my own life. Um, Relate. You know, you know, you can do all these things and you don't feel how bad you are and you're able to push through. Um, you're not able to do that anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the six is really embracing, listening to that internal world, okay. listening to what you need to feel understood. And it, it does touch a little bit on 
there's three numbers that touch on shadow work and that internal like um, talking to your unconscious and getting, you know, getting used to the programming under, you know, getting used to the wiring under the board and your triggers and like your trauma and all that kind of stuff, not to get too deep, but sixes do really get into that understanding themselves and, and, you know, three, three is half of six. So mm -hmm. it's, it's not only the communication between because communication and creation is three, but with sixes, it's about that communication between that unconscious realm mm -hmm. and the conscious realm. Okay. And bringing those two fully, fully, fully together. Think of the Merkaba and the Merkaba kind of represents, you know, your energetic body, which is the triangle facing upwards and your physical body, the triangle facing downwards, the three points on both of those triangles lining up to create that Merkaba. So you are really, um, you know, you're really in tune with yourself. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. I've heard someone make the, uh, the observation that that's also the star of Solomon, mm -hmm. Solomon, sun and moon. So oh, cool. another little layer there that to just illustrate those two triangles yeah. of their significance. And that I love that six is double three too, because it has yeah. that, you know, that, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's the six. <laughs> awesome. And one through six is, are the internal numbers. Okay. And that's all about kind of, you know, what's going on inside of you, you know, in your own personal world and understanding that um, uh, a little like side point and uh, just to kind of explain the internal world. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you have a fear of just to use the most basic example that I can think of right now of being overweight, of being too big. If you have an internal belief that that is true, if someone compliments your shoes, you're going to think, well, of course they didn't compliment my shirt. I probably look bad in it. Of course they had. It's like, no, they were just complimenting your shoes. It's you choosing to make that connection. I see. That's the point of the one through six is understanding that what you're experiencing out here is because of what's in here. Hmm. So the internal, the internalization that's being projected yeah. One through in, in, in the seven, the first number of the external, that is the seeker number. That's the moment when you start to like see yourself outside of this, outside of you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Lucky number seven. Yeah. Interesting. Hey, I'm a seven. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really cool. Like a lot of, like I've had some friends, you know, talking about the Eastern stuff too, you know, like you don't even know, man, you're everything, you know, you're that tree, you're that. And I, and I, I can internalize that on an intellectual level. You know, I haven't had that experience yeah. exactly. I, I think I've had some close ones, but it makes sense. Uh, and I love that as a number to sort of verify like, Hey, I am the experience that I'm having mm -hmm. in this reality. Um, mm -hmm. So that's cool. I love how they're, they're uh, sort of divided up between one through six internal, and then getting into the external numbers, seven and eight. Yeah. That is pretty, seven, eight, nine. pretty nifty. Yeah. And to, um, sometimes it's hard for people to understand the difference between the six and the seven, you know, obviously it's that shift outward, 
but they do have a similar vibe, but here's way, here's, here's why they're different. Um, and I've been trying to work on a way to really, 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 really describe this accurately. And the thing that I've come up with is in the six, you figure out what your puzzle piece looks like. You know, you have a rounded edge up here, you have a jagged edge down here. So you know what your puzzle piece looks like now in the six. So in the seven, you go to your puzzle, this massive puzzle, and you're trying to figure out where your piece fits into that puzzle. Okay. You're, tr you're trying to answer the question, why? Where do I Sevens, believe? like, why? What is the point? Why do, like, for the six, you figure out with your triggers, your trauma, why do I have that trauma? Where does it come from? Okay. Why am I triggered by somebody cutting me off in traffic? You know, why am I eating this food? Why do I feel bad? It's why, why, why they're the seekers. They're trying to make sense of their internal world because they live in the external world. So they're trying to mold those two worlds together. Um, and again, I know I sound like a broken record, but just why? If that's the one thing you remember from the seven is just the word why. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, we should ask that more often anyway. I feel like a, yeah. a solid reason why is kind of important before you begin any yeah. task. And truth is ever evolving, right? So you're going to ask why to the same question over and over and over. Um, and a little bit about me like being a seven is, you know, talking about the veins and the river and how they all look alike. That was a big part of me realizing I was like embracing my seven vibe is I was like, I've always wondered why I'm like, Oh, now I know I'm a seven. That makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, not to beat a dead horse, but uh, to go back to the Enneagram, just because I see oh, some okay. overlap, um, the sevens, the enthusiasts. So they would be that, that, that kind of experiments and goes out, mm. you know, into the world and, you know, likes adventure and those types of of things and tests and tries and uh, and, and oh, that kind interesting. of stuff. Whereas the six, what, oh, sorry, uh, no, the no, six no, is is like very much. Um, I wouldn't say warrior necessarily. Like a healthy six wouldn't be a warrior, but there's someone who who thinks about a lot of things and the things that could go wrong and how to fix mm. those types of things. And the 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 five would be someone who sees at, from a distance, like what is going on and kind of has a little bit uh, insulates themselves from that, but wants to always figure it out. Mm. It's a very much yeah. it's vibe. Well, and the, if, if your soul number is a five, you know, you do kind of act as a mirror mm. for people to see what they don't like about themselves. Mm. And so fives can make other people uncomfortable because, you know, they're comfortable in change so if you are not comfortable in change and you're talking to a five or you meet a five, they might throw you off your game a little bit because huh. they're putting up that mirror that you might not like your reflection back. Huh. That is really cool. I love yeah. that. The, yeah. They would be so comfortable with change. That makes mm -hmm. a ton of sense too. Yeah. And they're easy to see, like, you know, like the, someone they're talking to like, oh yeah, you need to change that. And that individual is like, Okay, five. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow, that is um, so cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, to go off the six, um, if you have a six in the group and the group's like arguing, that six 
is going to be like the mom of the group and be like, okay, okay. Why are you upset? Why are you upset? Can you understand where they're coming from? Can you understand where, you know, and they need to create that harmony so that they can feel okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so funny. It's a funny overlap too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the seven is, uh, well, what um, I almost interrupted you earlier was because uh, when you were describing the seven Enneagram, the seven Enneagram sounds more like the eight because the eight is the one we haven't got to the eight yet, but the eight is the one that goes out. It's the moment where they go out into the world and you share all the things, all the answers you've gained in your seven, all the answer, uh, all the knowledge you've huh. formed and you, and you figure out where your puzzle piece and why you're here and what okay. your purpose is and like cool your own stuff in the seven then you take that out into the eights and then you you share. But I will say that the sevens are the ones in the middle of, just to kind of poke fun at my own number, they are the ones in the middle of the street being like, has anybody questioned why we all go have nine to fives? Why are we doing these things? You know, they are the most existential of the numbers. So uh, me personally as a seven, I really have to work on grounding and getting in my physical body and being in my world because I can float on the ceiling. I float on the ceiling sometimes and I got to root myself. So sevens can get a little bit too higher thinking. They got to root it back down. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that uh, analogy a lot, you know, Um, definitely the testing testing a lot of different Mm -hmm. things and experiencing things. That's cool. Okay. Well, I guess that prompts us for the eight, uh, which is my, which is my number, right? Yeah. Uh, Which is kind of cool. So eights are all about, um, just every time I talk about eights, I say the word movement because it's just the best way to describe an eight, whether or not you are literally like moving homes or you are moving jobs, or you're constantly growing as an individual, like you're just fast, like consume, consume, and not in like a, in a gluttonous way, but in, they just crave um, change. And I know change is five, but eights crave change. You know, eights crave the movement. They want to experience new cultures. They want to but they're also taking themselves out, out into the world. Eights are great business numbers. They're great money numbers. Um, so if, you're, if you are an eight or you're in a personal year eight, um, I, I have theories of when we're in a collective year eight, what that would look like. Um, but you're just gonna be very prone to sharing yourself. And the eight is, is the moment when that happens. It's, that's the moment you take everything out into the world. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I love that. And it's also like infinity and, you know, infinity looks like the DNA and your cells and, you know, it's the ever evolving life, death, rebirth, life, death, rebirth, life, death, rebirth. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a loop. It's just 
with it's a loop with a twist. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. All right. And so that leaves us with Holy nine. shit. What you just said, a loop with a twist. <laughs> That's just uh, connecting some dots for me right now. Cool. Because, oh, whoa, that's so weird. Because one of the podcasts I was, uh, I was on, she, we were talking about the number three. This is kind of a tangent, sorry. No, we are talking ahead. about the, the number three and how you draw the three going down. Mm-hmm. And then the eight, you bring that back up. So it's that idea of that spiral, you know, going down into yourself. Oh. And then you go back up, you go out of yourself, but you cross. So you have, a, it's not just a circle though. It's that circle spun. So when you go back up, you cross your, you meet yourself again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the humans so, too, right? Yeah. Like, I need to develop this theory more in my brain, but it just hit me when you said that. So hey. anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> lots to, lots to explore. I mean, it's truly, it truly is infinite. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the last number, number nine, and then nine. round out the meaning. Yeah, so nines are release, release, release. Get rid of the things that don't serve you anymore. I know that every new age person says that, but it's true. Like, yeah, and it really does take, you know, even though nine is an external number, it's about the collective. It's about what's serving the collective, what isn't serving the collective. Um, and it, and it brings everything into perspective from a higher point of view. So the seven you're up, you're answering the questions, why it, you go back down into the world to do the thing, to take it out into the world, to create or not create, but to form for lack of a better word business. And then nine is that moment when you toggle back up and you, you're like, wow, I've gone through one through eight. I've done all of this work. I've progressed. I've shared myself with the world. Now what? Now, what do I do? What can I shift and get rid of so that when I go back into the one, I'm fresh and I'm brand new. And um, nine homes tend to be pretty minimalistic. So if you're ever in, I just got out of a nine year. So I like have nothing in my house right now because I've moved three times in my nine year. And so every time you move, you get rid of shit, right? So I just like have nothing left over. Wow. And it feels so nice <laughs> to not like to be able to look at all my corners in my rooms and not have like stuff blocking all of my corners and all accumulate, you know, but it's nice. So it's that getting ready for a fresh start is, is the nine. The one is the fresh start. The nine is when you prep. That's cool. Okay. That makes a ton of sense. And then, you know, we, we go all the way back through it, spinning Mm -hmm. and spiraling and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. However, we want to kind of see that that's really cool. I love the progression. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And um, yeah. And yeah, like I was saying before, like the reading that you sent me uh, was really powerful. And some of the things you said here uh, are definitely coming to fruition. Um, that's cool. You know, entering a, a two year um, at the next personal year, uh, the dials turned up and you said your coaching business may really pick up <laughs> toward the end of the, the summer, beginning of that next that next year after my birthday this past year. Right. And uh, that has definitely uh, been the case. And I've I've seen a lot of um, 
I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of things that you talk about in here and it is a lot. Um, but talking yeah. about, you know, fulfillment and like it, which is good. Like I was again, so impressed with the, the, the amount of detail in here, you know, like, <laughs> um, you know, between, between the eight and the two, but, um, I was really impressed and grateful. So thank you so much for doing, uh, doing that for me. And I want to well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome. And so I want to make sure that, uh, people know exactly how, you know, if they wanted to find out their numbers and the significance of them, you know, what, what would they need to do? Hit you up on, uh, Instagram or what's the best way to, uh, to find out more about that? Yeah. So I am on Instagram right now and I'm going to give you my email as well. So you can put in the show notes or put wherever you put things. Um, if you're not on Instagram, you can feel free to give me an email and ask for, um, ask for a reading. But if you are on Instagram, um, in terms of calculating your own numbers, I have uh, a video as well as a post on how to calculate your own numbers. It is so easy. Cool. It's so simple. Um, I also have a video and a post going through the one through nine. Um, cool. A little, a little bit more into detail. So all the information is on Instagram. Um, sorry, I don't have a website yet. I just I'm don't apologize. You don't need it. You don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, to get one when you need one, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of amazed. I've learned, I've been learning a lot, a lot more. I don't think it's really even necessary <laughs> to, have, to have a website. It's yeah. cool. You know, it's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I have a website. It's kind of like a um, a business card, a little, a little, uh, uh, a digital flex, like, yeah, I have a website, but at the same time, like I'm seeing people just crush without a website or an email list or right. stuff. I feel like so much in this sort of marketing game has become so automated and out here that mm -hmm. it's less personal. And what people are craving really is to connect with people. And, you know, they don't want to sit through an hour webinar anymore. And I, I can't say that I blame them because I know exactly what's at the end of this hour webinar. You're going to want me to book a call. Why can't we just do that now? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, right. So, you know, everything is changing. And I say all that to say, you know, uh, nothing, certainly nothing wrong with having a website. That's real cool. But to make the information available on Instagram is amazing. I'll for sure put your email in the show notes as well. If people want to get in touch with Sid that way. Um, and I mean, we haven't even begun to scratch the surface of, of, you know, who you are as a person. I know you're an incredibly talented, creative person, and uh, you got a lot going on. So I just want to say that because I recognize it uh, and Thank you. let people out there know that this is something that you are pursuing because you're passionate about it. And, and uh, you want to help people, which is cool. Yeah. And giving readings and um, it, it just, it just kind of organically happened. Um, I guess I started giving free readings just to, you know, work my numerology muscles and see what it's all about. And then I don't know, it just kind of formed into this other thing. And, you know, now I'm making some a little bit of income off of it. And, um, it's so cool that people are into this. And, um, just so people know, I don't, uh, we don't talk over the phone or zoom. I do do them via email. 
So that's why they're uh, really like intricate and detailed is because I like to type it out more. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, thank you so much for being interested in it. Yeah, no, I, you blew my mind when I, when you sent me that, cause it was, it's an email. I can still kind of go back through and look at it. Um, and, uh, it, it has all the information, you know, your birth year influence, upcoming personal year, what your personal year is and, and all that. And it made me feel, it, I, I don't know, it made me feel great to have that all, you know, done and, and sent over. Cause, and there it is in writing, right. Where I can just, I can read it anytime. Right. You have it, it forever now. Exactly. Yeah. It's right yep. there. It's in black and white, um, and all of that. Um, and I was really, um, really impressed. Um, yeah, there were a lot of things in here that hit home, maybe even a little too close <laughs> to just be like, yep, yeah, that's, oh shit. <laughs> oh, well, I hope I didn't like irk you at all. <laughs> okay. So here, no, not at all. But I, you know, I'm just, it's like, if you're doing group coaching right now, it may benefit everyone involved. If you shift from one to one, I just did that. And oh, made, holy shit. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It made, it made a huge difference. Um, you know, as I was reading that, I remember reading it, but I was like, how am I going to do that? You know, I didn't know, but it makes way more sense to do that. Um, especially now, because again, you know, people really need and crave interaction Yeah, and it's like most coaching programs or whatever are like, here, here's some Google docs or, you know, here's the link to the portal. Go watch all the videos. It's like, dude, I don't have time to sit around and watch mm -hmm. videos. I need help, you know, and I know how that feels. I know what it feels like to be, you know, stranded in the water and being like, help, I, I you know, I'm, I'm drowning over here and, and yeah. I need help. And then somebody's just like, here you go. And they're just tossing buckets of water, you know, on, on you. It's like, here's some extra bonus content. It's like, dude, I'm so deep in content right now. The last thing I need is more content. It's like, <laughs> trying to put out a fire with more fire. Yeah. It's like, I don't need yeah. another course. I don't need another program. I need a, I need somebody that I can need, talk yeah. to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you're, you entered a personal year two, your influence is a two. So you're really going to feel at home in that one-on-one -on -one dynamic. It, 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 it already does. Like I had a call this morning and it was awesome. It was the first time I've talked to this person, but we really, you know, just hit it off. I love well, I, you know, I used to coordinate pranks. So, you know, I love a challenge, a creative problem to solve. Um, and so for me, it's always fun to be like, oh, cool. Like a puzzle to put together, you know, uh, a way to figure this out, like a creative solution yeah. to a problem. Um, and so to me, that just, it just gets me excited and, and pumped up. So as that's really interesting. Um, and there were there, there, I mean, I could go through this whole thing and just be like, yep. 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 So, um, it was, it, it was really, really cool to read. And I, I think we all love that, you know, cause it feels good to be seen. Okay. And, and it was cool that you could get an accurate picture of, uh, a part of me at, at least by just looking at my birth date. <laughs> I'm like, how does this person know this much about me? Like we've only talked like once you know, or <laughs> twice. I'm like, damn, this shit is it's on point because oh that's so awesome to hear um I, I was gonna say something I don't remember oh uh how I do readings is you know it's just I know all the stuff about the numbers and then I just type and whatever comes to me comes to me so it's like uh you're a soul number eight 
you, you know, your paragraph about your soul number eight is going to be totally different Hmm. than somebody else's paragraph about their soul number being the same number. Um, It's just kind of whatever wants to be said is said. That's cool. Well, yes, that makes, that's really cool. I like that too, because it really, I feel like that exhibits both hemispheres too. Cause you're like, I have a structure that, you know, what this meaning is. And then I also have this intuition, this feeling connection to this other person. I'm going to kind of put through this filter and, you know, kind of uh, deliver things that way. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I think there's something very creative about like, like being creative, but also having structure at the same time. So like, that there is both of those sort of elements that come together. It's, that's really cool. I think that's Yeah. Neat. And because I mentioned earlier, I, I like structure. I like logic. That makes me happy. Yeah. Um, it helps me create that foundation helps me channel, you know, it gives me a vessel for which to do that. Um, Cause like I also said earlier, I can go on some crazy tangents sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. It's neat that you're aware enough about that to see yeah. that and to see how the two work together. You know, right. uh, that's pretty, pretty, pretty neat. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for hanging out and chatting with me today. I'll make sure everybody has uh, the links, uh, email and Instagram and um, you know uh, yeah. Thank you so much for, just hanging out and taking some time and uh, being so awesome. So it was my pleasure. I love this. I love this chat. (laughs) Good, good, good. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to connect again soon and and talk some more and maybe, maybe do something uh, a little bit different. I have a couple ideas and we'll talk about that another time. Okay. Sounds groovy. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Go check out Sid notes uh, or links in the show notes and uh, we will see you next time.